This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. It's Zoomer Radio's Theater of the Mind with Frank Proctor. Open your mind as we fill your head with amazing thrills, chills, <laughs> and laughs. Theater of the Mind, the best love programs from radio's golden age, only on Zoomer Radio. Now, here is your master storyteller, Frank Proctor. Well, thank you, and welcome to the show. Now, due to the length of both shows tonight, I'll have to forego any commentary and get right to the action with another episode of The Six Shooter, starring James Stewart. James Stewart as The Six Shooter. The man in the saddle is angular and long-legged. His skin is sun-dyed brown. The gun in his holster is gray steel and rainbow mother of pearl, its handle unmarked. People call them both the six-shooter. The NBC Radio Network presents James Stewart as the six-shooter, a transcribed series of radio dramas based on the life of Britt Ponsett, the Texas plainsman who wandered through the Western territories, leaving behind a trail of still-remembered legends. Now, in just a moment, immediately following this important announcement, you'll hear Act One of The Six Shooter. Meet the safe driver. If you know what makes him stay alive on the highways, you may be able to follow his good example. He always keeps his car in A1 mechanical condition. He shows courtesy for other drivers. He knows that speed is his greatest enemy. And most important, he knows and obeys the laws. Remember... Few accidents happen with safe drivers. Are you one of them? Now, Act One of The Six Shooter, starring James Stewart. I sure couldn't figure it. I'd ridden down the whole main street all the way from Seth Tooley's bank to Ma Benson's rooming house, and I hadn't seen a single solitary person. The stores were closed, shut tight. There wasn't even a wagon or a horse out in front of them. It looked like the town of Elk Point had just up and gone to sleep, but that didn't make sense either. Not at five o'clock in the afternoon. Whoa, Scott. Whoa, whoa. Well... Ma Benson didn't know what the trouble was. She always had a pretty good notion about everything that went on in Jackson County. You know, <laughs> folks always used to say that's why the Elk Point Gazette kept going broke. Yeah. Old Sadie Benson was too much competition. <laughs> who, who is it? Hey, Brent Brent? Yeah. How do I know it's you? Well, opening the door might be one way of finding out. <laughs> Does sound like you're all right. 
ain't. I'm just a poor widow woman without a cent of my name. I don't think you're going to Oh, come on now. Come on, Ma. Open up the door. Oh, Britt, thank goodness. Thank goodness. Well, don't just stand there. Get inside, quick, so I can lock up again. Oh, sure, sure. Right. <laughs> you can't imagine what a fright you gave me when I heard you knocking out there. Oh, but I must say there ain't anybody I'd rather see today. Well, now, that's a very flattering greeting, Ma. But what's, uh, what's behind that? Oh, now, stop joshing me, Britt. At a time like this when we all might be murdered any minute. Murdered? Stacy Galt is headed this way. Don't tell me you didn't know. Galt? That's what I said. Stacy Galt. Stacy Galt. Oh, I hadn't heard he was in these parts. You, you hadn't heard? No. Then what on earth brought you to Elk Point? Oh, I was just passing through on my way to White River. I thought I might stop off long enough to have one of those fine home-cooked meals of yours. Isn't that reason enough? Well, you're heaven sent, Britt Ponce, if that's what you are. Heaven sent. Come on out in the kitchen with me while I give you the news. Sure. I was fixing a batch of cornbread. I had to do something to keep myself from thinking about what might happen. Oh, uh, you can drop that stool there if you like. Oh, thanks. Uh, uh, before you sit down, uh, hand me them eggs, will you? Eggs? Oh, oh, sure. Here they are. Here you are. Well, now, the first sign of trouble was when Galt held up the Fargo station over at Fort Shafter. That was ten days, uh, maybe two weeks ago. Well, Shafter's 200 miles from Elk Point. Well, that's why folks didn't get too excited. Not then, anyhow. We never figured he'd come this far west. You never had before. Yeah, I guess that's so. <laughs> but last Monday, he was in White River. Oh. Robbed the White River First National. Got away with over $50,000. Mm. <laughs> Marshal Andrews, he's the district marshal over to White River. He trailed Galt five or six miles out of town, and then he lost him. But there wasn't no doubt which way Galt was fixing to go. Uh-huh. Oh, now where to put that pan? Oh, yes, here it is. Well, anyhow, just this morning, Ed Scott came barreling into town. He's got the old McBride Ranch out in Easter Canyon, you know. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Well, Ed's seen him last night riding through the canyon. He's uh, Galt, huh? Couldn't have been nobody else. Ed recognized him right off, he did. He did. I, I thought you said Galt had never been around Elk Point for. Well, there's pictures of him, ain't there? On them wanted posters? Mm, yeah, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, I know I've left something out of this batter. I can only think what... Oh, my star's bacon powder. <laughs> you know, when you use sweet milk, you got to put in bacon powder, or the bread just don't raise up at all. Uh, that cupboard right behind your bread, please. Right yeah, yeah oh. that door there, right there. Oh, there. Uh, yeah, it's on the second shelf. Little red can. Red can. That's the one. <laughs> well, now, like I say, Ed run the news to town this morning. Mm-hmm. And that, that's when everybody took cover, huh? What else was we to do without a single able-bodied man to defend us? Oh. Eddie Scott rounded them all up, formed a posse, and went out hunting gold. Oh, now, what about Sheriff Henry? It sounds like that'd be his job, wouldn't it? Sheriff Henry ain't here. Oh, I see. Just when we need him most, he's delivering a prisoner over to county jail at Jackson. I see. And, of course, that gave Ed Scott his chance to take charge. He's always been the pushing type, wanting to run everything. I guess he figures if he can capture Galt, it'll be a real feather in his cap. Not to mention the $10,000 reward the White River First National is offering. Yeah, that's a lot of money. It sure is. 10000 Oh, can you open the oven for me? Oh, yeah, sure. Now, be careful, Britt. Now, don't you burn yourself. You better use that dish towel there on the rack. All right, all right, all right. <sighs> 
I don't know why I bothered making cornbread. Won't be anybody here to eat it. Except maybe you, Britt. You'll stay for supper anyway, won't you, in spite of this Galt business? Well, it would take more than Stacy Galt to do me out of some of your cornbread. <laughs> Gee whiz, I'd ride 20 miles just to get a whiff of it. Oh, I now, would, yes, Britt. Well, my cooking's all right, but it ain't nothing exceptional. No, it's... Oh, you always was one to hand out the blood. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, my, you don't stop it to have me some flustered. I won't know whether I'm coming or going. Yeah, I'll... <laughs> I think I'll go out and put Scar on the barn. <laughs> well, you're welcome to feed him. There's plenty of hay. Thanks. Uh, 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 Ma. Yeah? Now, you, you weren't serious about there only being two of us for supper, weren't you? Well, I sure was. Well, but they used to have plenty of boarders more than you could take care of. Oh! Oh, I've still got my boarders, Britt. But they're all out with Ed Scott's posse. Oh, I see. I told you. There ain't a male between the ages of 10 and 60 left in town. Besides you, of course. Why, even old man Fletcher went along with that posse. No. <laughs> they had to help him onto his horse, but he went. <laughs> well, you better hurry now, Chris. I'll have supper on the table by the time you get back from the barn. It is quite a supper, too. Baked ham with brown sugar dripping down the sides and... Mashed potatoes swimming in gravy, enough green lima beans to feed the whole population of Elk Point. And that cornbread, gee whiz, just, just light yellow and fluffy with homemade maple syrup to pour over it, I tell you. I, when I started eating it, I figured I'd have a hard time making a dent in the plate Ma put before me, but the next thing I knew, I was asking for a second. <laughs> No, uh, no, no, just a thin slice, Ma. No, 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 that's too much. That's too much. Now, I'll only have to throw no, it away. No, no, just go easy on it. No, I don't know, though. I... There. A few more potatoes? No, I don't want any more potatoes. Ma. All right, Bridget, just a few. No, I... Beans. No, I don't want any more now, beans. Now, you can't eat with nothing to go with it. No, I don't want any... Goodness. Here you are. Well, gee. Uh... You, uh... Well, how about you, Ma? You... You've hardly touched any of your food. Oh, what you cook yourself don't taste as good somehow. Mm-hmm. Are you You're not still worrying about Stacy Gall? Oh, certainly am not. Not since you showed up. If he come into town now, you'd take care of him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't imagine he'll get past Ed Scott's posse. And you don't know Ed Scott very good. Why, he'll have that posse running around in circles. I'll bet you you could drive a herd of cattle right through the middle of them men, and they wouldn't even notice. Mm. No. You want want me to answer it? No, no. I'll see who it is. Uh, You might keep your right hand free, though, just in case. Uh, Who? Who's there? Oh, it's Seth Tooley. Yes. Yeah. What are you doing back? Ed caught Galt, have you? Oh, no, no, he ain't caught him. He's a bit punched in the town. My wife thought she'd seen him going into your place this afternoon. Yeah, he's here, but... Get out of the way. Oh, I got to talk to Britt. Oh, no, there's Seth. Britt? Britt, he's in Elk Point. Stacy Galt is in Elk Point. Oh, yes, he is. I saw him not five minutes ago riding over the South Creek Bridge. He means to rob my bank. I know he does. That's the only thing he could have come for. Well, you've got more than enough men to take care of him, haven't you, Sam? The posse's still out combing the hills, away out in the hills, yeah. What? 
My rheumatism started acting up. It was paining me something terrible. I had to drop out and come back alone. <laughs> that rheumatism of yours is sure a convenient sickness sometimes, Seth. Well, you can be mighty thankful for it tonight. Otherwise, Galt might have got by unnoticed. Oh, we got to move fast, Brett, before he reaches the bank. I brought him 44. I figure the two of us together get him. Mm, now, just uh, hold on, Seth. I, uh, what makes you so sure the man you saw was Galt? Oh, it, it, it's got to be him. Fits his description to a T, to a T. Pretty dark out there, you know. He, he was on the trail from White River. There's no worse else could come from. Brett, we all know Galt was headed this way. What did I tell you? He got through Ed Scott's posse just like I said he would. Yeah, he might have at that. There was a couple of times when we sort of lost our whereabouts. <laughs> well, come on, Britt. You ain't going to leave me to take care of Galt all alone, are you? Not, not that I'd be afraid to try it, of course. All right, all right, Seth. I'm coming. I wasn't quite finished my supper, but I... Oh. Oh. Well, now who on earth? Now, wait a minute. Wait, wait. Don't answer it, Ma. Why, that might be Stacy Gall. Oh, oh, now, why would God be coming here to Ma's place? Now, I'll see who it is. Well, I, I, I'll cover you, Brent. While you open the door, you ain't got a thing to worry about. I'll cover you. Howdy. Sign out front says rooms. I'm looking for a place to stay. It's him. It's him, Ma. It's him. Well, uh, come on in. Here, uh, this is Ma Batson. This is her rooming house. Evening, ma'am. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm full up. Oh? That's too bad. I was only going to be here one night. Any place else I might stop over? No! Uh, that is not that I know of. Well, uh, uh, before you go, mister. Yeah? Uh,. We don't mean to be nosy or anything like that, but would would you mind telling us what you're doing here in Elk Point? I got some business at the bank tomorrow. The bank? Oh. That's right. What are you doing with that gun, mister? What? Oh. Yeah. Let me pick it up for you. No, 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 no. Never mind. Just, just leave it there. Just just leave it. Laying on the floor? Yeah, well, <laughs> it ain't loaded anyway. Man's a fool to carry an unloaded gun. Say, uh, what time does the bank open up in the morning? Uh, it ain't open tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow's a holiday. That's so? Funny, I didn't know. Well, it, it's kind of a special holiday, just here in Elk Point. Oh. Uh, you, uh, you came from White River, didn't you, mister? That's right. How did you... Oh, you heard about me. I was on my way, huh? News sure travels fast, don't it? Yes, yes, it sure does. Well, if you haven't got a vacant room, I'm... You, uh, you sure you can't squeeze them in somewhere? Fresh. You know, since some of your regulars won't be back tonight anyway, you, know, you could... How about it, Ma? Well, I... I, I guess I could find a place for him, if, if you really think... I'd appreciate it, man. Uh, well, just, uh, just follow me upstairs, and I... I'll see what I can do. Thanks, mister. No trouble. Well, what's the matter with you, Britt? Get Ma to let him stay here. Well, if he's gawked, well, this way we'll be able to keep an eye on him, don't you If he's... If he's... You seen that, that satchel he was carrying, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, don't you see? That's where he's got the stolen money. You can bet your bottom dollar on it. Mm-hmm. No. And Britt... You heard what he said about my bank. He was telling us plain as day that he means to rob it. 
That's the way Gull is. Everybody says so. You better stop that, Eden, and listen to me. He comes right out and announces what he aims to do. Don't make no bones about it. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I, didn't, I didn't hear him mention anything about robbing you, Seth. You didn't better. How much plainer could he make it? Mm. Yeah, well... And you, Britt, I'm surprised at you. He was standing there wide open. Why, you could have outgawed him without even half trying. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess either of us could have done that, Seth, seeing as how he wasn't wearing a gun. Keep up, 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 what? Pass me that cornbread, will We'll return to James Stewart as the six-shooter in just a moment. When it's entertainment you're after, you'll find the very best on this station of the NBC radio network. Thursday night, for example, Robert Young portrays Jim Anderson on Father Knows Best, a program which is based on the assumption that the man of the family can put one over on the wife and youngsters. The same night, you can enjoy the zany stunts on Truth or Consequences with Ralph Edwards. When Ralph sends a contestant off on a consequence, it usually ends up as one of radio's funniest. And if you like Western songs and adventures, hear the Roy Rogers Show. Then, to top it all off, hear the little-known stories of show business that Eddie Cantor tells on his show business show. Yes, Thursday is packed with stellar entertainment on the NBC Radio Network. Now, Act Two of The Six Shooter, starring James Stewart as Britt Ponson. Seth Tooley just stood there watching me finish up supper, and the expression on his face didn't help my digestion much. He sure did look disgusted. But I just wasn't convinced that this new fella and Stacy Galt were the same man. I'd never seen Galt before, of course, and... The fellow Ma took upstairs did look something like the wanted posters. And he had come from White River. That's all true, but no doubt. I, I, they, the poster pictures and the satchel and where a man comes from just don't prove he's an outlaw. At least not for certain. You gonna sit there eating all night? No, no. With concept. No, no I, I'm done now. Well? Well, he's not robbing your bank, Seth. Well, what do you want me to do? Wait till he tries it? No, now look. Now, we're not sheriffs or deputies, and we can't arrest somebody just on suspicion. And besides, I don't think he's Galt. Oh, you don't? My dear, just don't stand to reason. Now, why would Galt come riding into town here? He knows everybody's on the lookout for him. Well, with that posse out in the hills, he's a lot safer here in town than he would be anywhere else. And don't think he don't know that, too. Well, <sighs> now, it's about time to turn in on it. Now, uh, oh, look, Seth, when, when Sheriff Henry comes back, he can arrest this fellow if he wants to. He, he's, uh, I think he's making a mistake. I, I think he'd be arresting the wrong man, but, well. Brent Ponson, I'll never forgive you for this. Not if I live to be 70, uh, 90. Now, now, Ma. Leaving me at the mercy of a killer. Why, we'd have been better off if you never showed up in Elk Point at all. This is terrible. Now, just take it easy, Ma. Take it easy? Stacy Galt staying right under my own roof? Now, you could be jumping to conclusions, same as Seth here. Oh, am I? Do you know what's in that satchel? Nope. Money. Stacks. 
books and stacks of it. Oh, now, Ma. I now, watched Ma. him through the keyhole. He took it out and started counting it. And there's slips of paper fastened around the bills. And the printing on that paper says, White River First National Bank. There, you see. You, you sure of this, Ma? Well, it's your own eyes, ain't I? Mm, well, all right. And that ain't all he's got. You remember what it said on the wanted poster about about how Galt always wears yellow leather gloves? Yes, I remember. Well, he's got the gloves, too. Right there in the satchel with the money. Ha! Ha! You satisfied now, Britt? Mm, Seth, Seth, you gotta find well, the posse and bring him back here as soon as you can. All right, Ma. You'll see that he don't get away, Britt. Yeah, yeah. Yep, I'll see to it. Well, for heaven's sake, Seth, hurry! Be sure, Ma, sure. Gee, I'm I'm sorry if I got to into something, Ma, but I just can't believe. You can't believe what, Brit? Uh, nothing, Ma, nothing. Well, Ma cleared off the table and took the dishes out the kitchen. Well, I offered to dry, but she said she'd rather do them herself, so I went into the parlor to wait. The fellow upstairs was moving around and getting ready for bed. At least that's what I hoped he was doing. His room was right over my head, and when the bed springs gave out a little creak, I thought a little better about things. About 20 minutes later, Ma came out and sat down in her rocker beside the fireplace. She was crocheting one of those doodads you put in the arm of a chair, you know. We didn't do much talking. Not for the next couple hours, we didn't. And then about 11 o'clock, the posse came riding up. Well, must be them, Ma. Oh, it's about time. Well? Uh, uh, maybe you'd better wait in the kitchen in case there's any trouble. Huh? There won't be no trouble now, thanks to Seth Foley. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, anyway. Oh, Ma. all right, Britt. All right. He's still here, Britt. Yeah, yeah, he's asleep. You know Britt Ponsett, don't you, Ed? Yeah, sure. Now, now, here's the plan. The rest of the boys have got the house surrounded. Whole house surrounded. Galt couldn't get out no matter what happened. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right, now. The three of us will go upstairs. Come on. Yeah. Now, as soon as we get to his room, I'll kick the door open. Then we all blaze away at the bed. Now, uh, now, now, no, no. just hold on here a minute. Just hold on. Yeah? Well, what's the matter? Now, Ed? what you're talking about is cold-blooded murder. Oh, just giving him a dose of his own medicine, that's all. That's all? Yeah, yeah. Now, Ed... Now, don't you... tell me you still ain't satisfied that he's galt. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. That doesn't matter. He, he's entitled to a trial just like everybody else. Oh. Use your head, Britt. If we try taking him alive, he's bound to get one or two of us first. Uh-huh. Well, that's the way we're going to take him, anyway. Now, Britt, Britt... Now, you just... wait here, both of you. I'll bring him down to you. And I want your word that he goes to jail in one piece, huh? I can't promise nothing like that. The boys outside are pretty mad about it. Maybe, maybe the boys would like to shoot it out with both Gall and me, hmm? Britt, you don't... What do you say, Scott? Well, all right, Britt. He goes to jail. But so help me. Seth, how about it? Sure, Britt, sure. But if anything happens to you, you got nobody but yourself to blame. Only yourself. Uh, upstairs hall was pitch dark. I moved on quiet. Quiet as I could. I'm trying to remember where the doors were. 
been a couple of years since I'd stayed at Benson's. I wasn't just sure which room. I pressed my ear against the door and listened. I couldn't hear anybody breathing inside, so I headed for the next door. Right there, now. I had my hand on the knob. When I hooked my leg on the hall table, I reached out the catch. Oh, he'd be awake now, so I had to move fast. I swung the door open and brought up my gun. Who's there? What do you want? I stay where you are and I don't reach for anything. What? Huh? What are you The lamp right beside his bed gave off enough light so I could see him. I leaned over and turned it up. He hadn't moved. He just sat there, eyes wide open, blinking. What's going on here, mister? I think you better put your clothes on. Sure, sure. Whatever you say. But why? What's all this about? Well, there's some boys downstairs want to talk to you. Talk to me? That's right. What? I don't know anybody in these parts. Uh, well, they know you. At least they think they do. Oh? Yeah, they, uh, they claim you're Stacy Galt. Galt? That's right. Why, they, they're crazy. Plum crazy. They are? <laughs> Ain't they hurt? How could I be Galt? What do you mean? Galt's in jail, White River. He was captured, locked up, day before yesterday. You sure of that? I ought to be. I captured him. You... The proof's right there in my satchel. Reward money. White River First National paid it to me yesterday. No. And Marshal Andrews gave me Galt's yellow gloves as a sort of memento of the occasion. Along with a letter of congratulations. Yeah. Uh, you see him? You you, you, you captured Stacy Gough? Well, you? it was kind of accidental. You see, I, I, I'm a drummer. Travel around selling gadgets and things... I didn't know the cabin was Galt's hideout. Looked like any other cabin to me. Thought there might be some kids living there. So I was getting up the samples when the door opened. Guess he thought the six-shooter I was holding was a real thing. Of course, it did look mighty genuine for an imitation. They sure make realistic-looking toys these days. And he, he didn't try to shoot it out with you? No, right no, no. All he said was, okay, you got the drop on me. I didn't know what he was talking about, but I was too surprised to say so. Yeah. Next thing, he handed me his gun, and, well, it was about then Marshal Andrews come riding up. Marshal was real nice about giving me all the credit. Want to see the letter he read? No, 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 no. But you bring that down along with you, will you? I, uh, what I want to see is Ed Scott's face when you show him that letter. That's what I want to see. <laughs> So when he got finished putting his clothes on, I took Amos, uh, Amos Foster, that was his name. I took him downstairs. And Ed and Seth, they were standing at the bottom, covering us with their guns. The letter from Marshal Andrews finally convinced them. They put their guns away and marched outside. And that was just about the unhappiest posse I ever saw, considering that they'd caught their man. Ma Benson, she came out of the kitchen in time to hear the tail end of Amos's explanation. She didn't say anything, just shook her head and then offered to make some coffee and heat up what was left of the cornbread. That sounded real good to Amos. It sounded good to me, too, except for one thing. I knew there wasn't any cornbread left to heat up. I, I sort of finished it off at supper.
You know, defense is one job we can't put off. Because if we want security for our home and country tomorrow, we've got to do something about it today. How? By investing in United States savings bonds. You'll get a return of $4 for every $3 you put in, and in less than 10 years. In addition, you can hold your bonds beyond maturity and earn further interest. 3% interest compounded semi-annually for as long as 10 additional years. Sign up today for Freedom. Join the payroll savings plan or the bond a month plan. You'll feel more secure tomorrow if you buy United States savings bonds today. The Six Shooter is an NBC Radio Network production in association with Review Productions. It is based on a character created by Frank Burt, and the transcribed story is written by him. Mr. Stewart may currently be seen in the Universal International picture Thunder Bay. Others in the cast were Eleanor Audley, Barney Phillips, Forrest Lewis, and Seth Tooley was played by Parley Bear. Special music for this program was by Basil Adlam. And the entire production is under the direction of Jack Johnstone. All characters and incidents were fictitious, and any resemblance to actual characters or incidents is purely coincidental. Hal Gibney speaking. Stay tuned for Life with Luigi, next on Theater of the Mind. Time now to find Luigi Basco feeling very lonely in his newfound home of Chicago. The makers of Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum invite you to enjoy life. Life with Luigi, a comedy show created by Cy Howard and starring that celebrated actor, Mr. J. Carroll Mass with Alan Reed as Pasquale. You know, friends, Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum is a typically American product that appeals to people of all ages and nationalities in all parts of our country. And the Wrigley people feel that Life with Luigi is a typically American radio program, a friendly, enjoyable show that sort of symbolizes the American spirit of tolerance and goodwill. So the makers of Wrigley's Spearmint Gum are glad to bring you Life with Luigi each week and have you join them in this pleasant half-hour's entertainment. And now let's read Luigi's letter as he writes about his adventures in America to his Mama Basco in it. Dear Mama <laughs> in your last letter, you asked I should write to you more about the America. Well, if there's a one way I'm going to surely describe him, it's to say he's always in a hurry, even if he's got a nuts in the door, he's the one to do it before everybody else. <laughs> And this is a mechanic of very strange. Yesterday, man is a run over to me in the streets and he's a yell, You got the time? Before I'm a got to my watch out of my pocket, he's a bought a paper, dropped as a change, he jumped on a bus and a holler tank. <laughs> tanks. Tanks for what? Funny thing is to make me act just as a crazy. He's holler tanks and I'm a holler you welcome. <laughs> There's nowhere in the world I'm a see such a rush. In the morning is a racer to the subway, then a racer to work, a racer to lunch, a racer back at the work. A racer to the subway, a racer home. And on a Saturday when everybody should have been nice and arrested, 
is a big race to the doctor. <laughs> Mamma mia, you ever see a horse race? One in Chicago is a people's race. Only sometimes when I'm watching the people, I'm thinking the horse knows more of what they're doing. <laughs> also, you ask me if it's the people, they're friendly here. How many friends am I got? Well, Mamma mia, Chicago is not like our little town in Italy, Castellamar. Where everybody else is call me by the first name. In Castellamar, everybody's call me Luigi. Over here, I'm just a plain, hey, you. <laughs> I think, I think the reason I'm, I'm right to you so much like this, Mamma Mia, is, is because today I'm feel very lonely and I'm a missing you. But maybe I'm thinking too much about it. So I better go off to my night school class. There, with all of the questions and the answers are flying around, I'm going to forget to my trouble. Well, class, can anybody answer the question? Who said, give me liberty or give me death, Mr. Harway? No, it wasn't Harway. <laughs> Please, Mr. Schultz. Well, Mr. Harwitz, who said, give me liberty or give me death? Mm. And I studied my lesson so hard last night. I even kept my little boy... Seymour, he should help me. Was it Thomas Jefferson? No. Alexander Hamilton? Mm-mm. Samuel Adams? Paul Revere? George? All of us, please leave somebody to start the revolution. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, fellow boobies. You can have liberty or death. Just give me a smile. <laughs> All right, Mr. Schultz, there'll be enough out of you. Mr. Basco, you may answer the question. Miss Bolling, please excuse me. You mind it to repeat it? I was in a listener before. Oh, Mr. Basso, evidently your mind isn't on your work today. Yes. Uh, Miss Baldy, I have been quietly sitting back and noticing the lack of attention my colleagues pay to their studies. Fortunately, I remain as a shining example that your efforts are bearing free. And I will be real glad to answer the question. Well, listen to him. The mental giant is the pygmy personality. <laughs> Mr. Schultz, class, I- I'm really very disappointed in you today. I don't... Mr. Basco, you're still not paying any attention. Excuse me, Miss Bolling. I'm trying a very hard tonight, but... You really hear something wrong. You look a little pain. Maybe you're not eating right, Luigi. You know what they say? We are what we eat. Him, what does I look like? I had a hamburger for lunch. <laughs> don't you feel well, Mr. Basco? I'm sorry I didn't know that. No, no, no. Thank you, class. But is it not the food that bothers me? Is it well? Well, I'm ashamed to say, but but I'm starting to feel a little lonesome. Oh, oh, oh Luigi! Oh, just almost two years since you saw your mama. Huh? Yeah. You're very young, Benjamin. I know your thoughts, Luigi. When I first came over, before I had enough money to send for my family, sometimes I too felt lonesome. You know, there must be many ways of meeting people, Mr. Basso. Why don't you join some social group or dancing club? That's a good idea. After all, you know, the toughest thing is to be a bachelor. I remember how it feels to go home alone every night and zip and look at four walls. Your heart is different if you're married. Sure, now I got three rooms and I come home, my wife runs out to play canasta, and I zip and look at the twelve walls. My Luigi, you are not so bad off. <laughs> no, maybe I'm not. <laughs> you are a big help. Luigi, I would gladly ask you to come home with me. But it so happens that tonight I got to run right to my meeting. 
You know, the Odessa Young Men's Benevolent Society. I'm the president and... No, no, no. Thank you. Thank you, Horowitz. But I'm a no baby. I'm Louise. Do you know I go to work after class? If you want to help me deliver the news. Well, it's a very nice of you, Austin. No, I think I go home with the sleep. Ah, Louise, you know I would say come and sleep with me and my happy little family. But the zoo up is my apartment is being painted. Oh. You see, there's... Ten in the family, and we got it exactly ten paintbrushes. <laughs> there must be something you can do. Mr. Basso, what about Rosa? Miss Spalding, he may be alone, but he don't want to be with the crowd. <laughs> Tonight, tonight I'm even willing to go out with the rest. Well, that can easily be arranged, Luigi. Oh, you're so Yeah, like just letting him see you. Yeah, that's it, Luigi Rosa. Your troubles are over. Smile. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, we all get a little moody sometimes, but like we say in the delicatessen business, don't worry. The things that look darkest today, tomorrow we cover up with a little mayonnaise. <laughs> Luigi, my friend. <laughs> hello, Luigi. Hello, hello. Hello, Pascari. I'm, I'm just got a back. Don't night. talk so much. I'm a trying to think. Huh? <laughs> hey, hey, what, what are you doing with this spaghetti policy? Moving things around like please, this. Please, please, hello. All right. Now, let me see. Uh, I think I'm going to change your breadsticks. These look too nibbled on. Pasquale, uh, And, uh... This little table, I'm going to put in there the cash to register. In case anybody tries to sneak out of without a pay, and i got to be trapped. That's a very funny, that's a very... I got it, I know. I'm going to take off for the old wallpaper and hang up a lot of pictures about the desert. That's going to make the customers a thirsty. They're going to order more wine. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good idea, Pascari. Also, you could... Please, the place I'm a consecrating. All right. <laughs> Now, uh, I'm going to take the electrical bulbs away from the tables, and I'm going to put the candles. I have to give the place a fine atmosphere to cut down my electrical bill. Pepperquelly, I'm a good idea for you. Nobody's asking of you. Now, should I get a new carriage? Now, I put the slip covers on the old slip covers. <laughs> my ashtray is almost all stolen. Better make a trip to some hotel lobbies and get it some more. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to print up a book of matches. Yeah. Each of the Pasquale's of Spaghetti Palace, the 23 North, the whole set of streets, are specially low prices. Special family rates if you all come together. Yeah, that sounds good, Pasquale. Oh, wait, Maybe... will you go home, please? You can't even see tonight I'm a busy. Well, Pasquale, maybe... Maybe I can stay here and help you a little bit tonight. Huh? Look, here, I'm going to move this table over for you. Luigi, if you don't go home now, I'm going to count till it's ten and kill you by seven. <laughs> Pasquale, I'm sorry. I go now. Was it just that I was... I was just feeling lonesome and... And I was just to feel like I'm the one to talk. Talk? Oh, There's only one subject I'm interested to talk about. I'm willing to talk about that subject. It ain't a politics, the money, or moon pictures. Justin? <laughs> you hit that jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Come on, let's talk. 
You sure you want to talk about a roaster? Sure, I'm sure. <laughs> Which let me feel you have. You must be sick. No, 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 I'm an actor. Ah, you're just a teasing of me. I suppose you're going to tell me how fat she is. No, 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 I'm a bit of thinking. Fat to skinny is all the same. Is it the personality? That's what it counts to with a girl. Hmm. You look like a Luigi, you act like a Luigi, you sound like a Luigi. Would you, would you put them all together tonight as they come out of Xavier Cougar? Daddy, <laughs> well, what's the difference if I start it? I'm, I'm feeling very lonesome, and I, I'm a thinker maybe tonight I could take a road just for a walk in a park. Or something. Ooh, that's wonderful, Luigi. Look, Ross is in the kitchen. Why don't you go with yourself and ask her? All right, sir. I'm going to do that tonight. Oh, I thought you were a <laughs> I scare you? No, I like mice. <laughs> is, uh, is it nice and nice or tonight, sir? I don't know. Should I go outside and look? No, 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 stay. Arrested, how you would like a wish to go for a walk in the park? Huh? Just a minute. Good. But not tonight. The butcher's son, Harold, is taking me to a midnight show. Oh. I gotta go, Luigi. You know, business. Harold's father gives Papa the best touch of me. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Well, all right. Thank you, Rosa. Well, how you make out a little banana nose? No good. Rusty, she's got a date for tonight. Oh, yes, Harold. Well, Luigi, just a bit. Yeah, I know, I know. Best to cut to the nation. Well, don't get so sarcastic. <laughs> After all, it's only tit for tat. You turn me down so many times. All right, all right, Professor. So, uh, Luigi, there's plenty of fish in the lake. You want another girl? Yeah, how? Go jump in the lake. <laughs> Good night, Sir Luis. Be happy. <laughs> Good night, the first fire. I'm a happy. Ha <laughs> ha. Before we return to Life with Luigi, we'd like to mention that refreshing Wrigley's Spearmint Gum is an ideal treat for your whole family to enjoy. You can give it to youngsters between meals without worrying about spoiling their appetite. And you can enjoy it often every day yourself, because it's never rich or heavy. Remember, too, chewing Wrigley's Spearmint is good for your teeth and aids digestion. So for a long-lasting taste treat and a healthful chewing treat all combined into one, Get a few packages of Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum next time you go shopping. Wrigley's Spearmint. Healthful, refreshing, delicious. Now let's turn to page two of Luigi Vasco's letter to his mother in Italy.
that's the night, Mamma Mia. I'm gonna try to go to sleep early. But I'm gonna sleep. Was a big emptiness inside of me. Like when are you hungry? Only the emptiness was not in the stomach. Was up his face a little bit. I was just so anxious to hear friendly voice. I'm gonna get on the telephone. And I'm gonna call up for the right time. Beautiful voice, you say. It's now 12.30. It's now 12.30 in a 10 seconds. It's now 12.30 in a 20 seconds. Then I'm going to start to talk to her. But if she's a keeper right on the talk and listen to me. This is making me very lonesome. I'm going to get out of bed. I'm going to get out of bed, dress myself, and I'm going to start to walk in the fresh air. A little better. Hundreds of people. Hundreds of strangers. That's to make one a party. Hey, uh, get your paper, get your paper here. Truth shut off. Mama mia, I know how they feel. Maybe I'm going to talk to the newsman. He's all by himself. Hey, mister. Paper, bud? Yeah. Is a lot of soup to shut off? It's all in the paper, mister. How about it? How about the what? Come on, Jack. I got no time to stand around and talk. Time costs money. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm on the Here. Give me a paper. Hey, you give me only a nickel. I get two more cents. Well, let me know the sales of tax on the newspapers. <laughs> All right, uh, Here. You think the medicine... Hey, uh, get your paper here. Paper here. Hmm. I'm across the money. The light, Max? No, but no. if you go with me, I'll take you to my antique shop. I'm going to get lots of matches. I'm a... Huh? He's a keeper right on the moving. Maybe I'm going to try somebody else. Hey, hey, bud. Huh? You got a light? Sure. Well? Well, what? What do you want to do with it? Start a fire? Oh, no, I'm going to want to start a fire. Well, where's your cigarette? Oh, I'm going to smoke. Well, what do you want a light for? Well, I'm a... I'm a just the one to talk. Oh, I get it. And you want a light so you can't see who you're talking to. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. Mama Mia, this guy, he's going to like me. Well, I'm gonna find somebody to talk to. Oh, there's somebody. Does it look like he's in trouble? Hey, mister, you have an accident? Accident? What accident? <laughs> Why are you laying under the lamp post? It's a free country. I can lay anywhere I want. <laughs> That's right. I'm agree with you. He's a great, a big, wonderful country. Oh, that... go right, it's strong. Hey, hey, uh, help me up. Wait, wait, uh, oh, now, now, now you can walk. Yeah, so long. Huh? I'll try it again. How can I get through? That's three lampposts. <laughs> we pay taxes. Hmm? And how does the city spend the money? Three lampposts and one spot. <laughs> I'm going to get even. I'm going to get married and have 50 kids. Let the government pay me taxes. Yeah, well, well I'm agree with you, except, uh, except about the taxes. Yeah, all right. Cut it, boys, huh? 
Let's go out drink, huh? Uh, drink? Yeah. You want a drink? Yeah. For sure. Sure. One. Hey, look. Look, we got a drink of that over there. Yeah? Where? where? There. Where? Is the water fountain. A water fountain? Oh, no, no. Mamma mia. I'm a dinner thinker. He could run it so fast. It's just so quiet in the night time. Even asleep. They look sad. Hey, Elijah, watch where you're going! I'm sorry. <laughs> here, here, come on. Come on and let me help you cross. Thank you, sir. Now, you never know what it is to be lonely. My new horse seems to be When I first came over... I would gladly ask you, Luigi, but tonight... We're painting the apartment. Join a social group, a dancing club? It's business. Fine, trusted me. <laughs> Go jump in the lake. I cost money. Get out of here. Twenty beautiful girls, twenty the loveliest little dancing partners in Chicago, and it's only ten cents today. Huh? That's right, twenty beautiful girls waiting to dance with you. What's the for me? That's right. Oh, Mamma mia, how they know I'm lonely? They can see you coming. Oh. I'll go right in there, and your troubles are over. Oh, thank you, thank you. You're real friend. Hey, wait a minute, table. It's ten cents today. Hey, what the? Here. No, but but I'm I'm only got the one dollar bill. Okay, here's ten tickets. Just hand the girl a ticket for the dance. Right in there, son. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Mamma mia. One a minute ago, nobody has talked to me. All of a sudden I'm a popular. Hey. Movie. Huh? How about a dance? The music's just starting. Movie. All right. Uh, okay, here's my ticket. Good. I'll hold them all. That's one dance. <laughs> That's the dance? Uh-huh. Must be some music I'm going to hear. Here we go again. Come on. Hold. Say, honey, huh? you dance beautiful. How you gonna tell? <laughs> Say, in the next one, let's do a two-step, hmm? <laughs> you must have been joking. There's only enough of music for one step. <laughs> Please, if you don't mind, I'm going to take it back to my ticket. What's the matter? Don't you want to dance no more? No. Two dances is enough for three to make me dizzy. <laughs> well, uh, maybe we can sit down and talk. Talk? You better talk? Sure, I'm, I'm going to like it to talk. Fine. Then I'll hold the ticket. It's a dollar a half hour. To talk? Yeah. How much does it cost if we just to sit together and keep it quiet? <laughs> Are you a wise guy? Dance, dance, 
Come on in. I'm a wonder if she's a carrier missile down in a half an hour. <laughs> it's like I'm a just have been introduced to a taxi. Hello. Hello, and here's the ticket. Oh. You don't have to give me a ticket. I don't? Huh? You've never been here before, have you? You're going to tell her by the way I'm a dance, huh? <laughs> no, come on, let's sit down. Oh, thank you. Here. No, no, I don't want your ticket. It's closed soon, and you can get your money back then. Okay. You know something? I don't care if you do take them. The whole night through. Excuse me, Anna. I think your watch is as slow as it's 3.30. <laughs> That's the way the song goes. Three o'clock in the morning. Three o'clock in the morning. We dance the whole night through. That's good. Keep it up. <laughs> 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 o'clock in the morning. La da 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 you're lonely, too? Who is it? Huh? How'd you like to be a policeman at three in the morning? The milkman going to sleep when everybody's getting up. And you ever hear those fish shouting? Hello, Mabel. Hi, you Jack. This number's for you. Oh, they must be the loneliest people in the world. Yes, some minutes to think. They all are lonely. Because it's a lonely town. It's Three o'clock in the morning. We dance the whole night. Through. So it's at the four in the morning to call the police station again. But, I already called them a dozen times. They don't want the FBI in on this, you know. They should have... <laughs> Unvoid by now. So, Squally, did, did you do anything to Luigi or say anything to chase him away? No, I just told him to go jump in the lake. <laughs> That's all. How was I know he was going to do it? <laughs> oh, I was awful mean at the him. I chased him out of the store and he wanted to help. I should have invited him to come home with me. Poor Luigi. He was feeling bad in school today. We all knew it, and we didn't do nothing about it. Oh, I got a feeling he's a dead now. What I wouldn't have given was to see that little cabbage you push with those two watermelon seeds with her eyes. <laughs> I would have given... Luigi, my son, I'm so happy to see you yeah, alive. Stop it. Why are you kissing me? Luigi, we was going crazy trying to find you. Sixty times I called up for the hospital, and every time they told me you wasn't carried in on a stretcher, I was a heartbroken. <laughs> Luigi, where did you disappear to? I, I just went to for a walk. Till four o'clock in the morning? Where did you walk to, Milwaukee? <laughs> oh, Luigi, you disappointed me. I thought for sure you was a dad. Oh, no, no, I wasn't a dad. 
I've been walking around the city, talking with a newspaper man, a fella on the lamppost, and I'm a dancing with a beautiful girl. Then I'm a took her home. Luigi, here's a dollar. Dollar what the fuck? Next time you take the tour, I'm going with you. <laughs> What's so funny? Luigi should be ashamed of yourself. While I'm sitting here going crazy, you running all over town enjoying your loneliness. But, Squally, I'm a sorry. Sorry. You know, Rosa had a date. You knew I was going to be alone. So why you left me all by myself? Well, you know how much I hated my own company. <laughs> That's the trick of Pasquale. To learn how to be alone. Chicago. That's a wonderful, lonely time. Good night. I'm going to. Good night, Louis. Your good night. Uh, and see you all tomorrow. Well, back to bed for me. Good night. Simple, what happened? We called the police, the hospital. He's sorry he didn't jump in the lake. I'm out of bed. Louise is talking in circles. One thing I'm sure of, Chicago is a Fashimmel town. <laughs> So, Mamma Mia, my letter to you is a sinner. It's a lovely night now. And I'm a think I'm a take a walk. No, it's, it's not that I'm a lonely. It's a just that I was in a four houses of tonight. Pasquale, Schultz, Horowitz, and Olsen. And I'm a had a dinner in each, and if I don't take a walk, I'm a gonna bust. <laughs> You're having a son, Luigi Basco, a little immigrant. Folks, the makers of Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum hope you've enjoyed tonight's episode of Life with Luigi, and they'd like to remind you that Wrigley's Spearmint is just about the perfect pastry to enjoy between your meals. During the morning or afternoon, when you get a little hankering for something tasty, slip a stick of Wrigley's Spearmint Gum into your mouth. Chew on it and get the full enjoyment of that refreshing, delicious, real mint flavor. You'll enjoy the chewing itself, too. That little stick of gum will satisfy you without spoiling your appetite for lunch or supper. Try it, won't you? Keep some Wrigley's Spearmint Gum handy to enjoy between your meals. The makers of Wrigley's Spearmint Gum invite you to listen next week at this time when Luigi Basco writes another letter to his Mama Basco in Italy. Life with Luigi is produced and directed by Cy Howard. Mac Benoff writes the script with Lou Derman. Jay Carroll Nash is starred as Luigi Basco with Alan Reed as Pasquale. Music directed by Mud Rusty. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Thank you for listening. Tomorrow night, it's Inner Sanctum, followed by Life of Riley. Thanks to Paul Stringer and Joel Schoenwell for technical support. The executive producer for Theater of the Mind is Moses Neimer. I'm Frank Proctor. Have a great night. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.